How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is, and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? Hey friends, so before we dive into this episode, I just want to take a moment to make sure that you're aware of this resource that I've created for you. So content creation, it's a lot of work, right? First, you've got to decide what to post about, then you've got to outline it. Next comes your rough draft, then your edits, and a second edit, and then more edits, and then you finally got your final draft. But then you still have to format it, create and choose the graphics and images you're going to use, and then finally you can schedule it. But that doesn't even include any of the work you have to do once it's out there for the world. It's exhausting, right? Now, you already know that I am all about using batching to speed this process up. But I kept hearing from y'all that the actual creation process also just takes a really long time for you. So I created a free audio training for you. Eight tips for faster content creation. This training is all about the actual writing process and how you can speed that along. And as always, it's really quick to listen to, learn from, and implement. If you're ready to speed up your content creation process, head on over to amandawarfield.com forward slash resources. Again, that's amandawarfield.com forward slash resources to snag that free audio training. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and start simplifying the content creation process. And then, of course, you can jump right back into this amazing episode. Hey there, friends. I am so glad to be back doing this. It feels like it's been a while since I recorded podcast episodes, which as I'm recording this, it's the end of August. I guess it has been a while because I did I did mid-July for my last batching and I did, yeah, like a month and a half of batching last go-round because of vacations and, th- and the launch and things like that. So, wow, it's been a while. It's kind of crazy. We're kicking things off with this batch week for recording with the coffee and conversations chat. Because it's been a while, I haven't given you guys an update just about life. So I've got my coffee here with me and I hope that you'll grab some too as you tune in and listen and hear me ramble a little bit. Since the last coffee and conversations chat, my focus has really just been all about my content batching course. I Launched it for founding students in July. If you've been following along, you know that. And then August was all about 
creating the course, essentially. Creating what I was going to talk about, doing a deeper outline. I had a a brief outline before I launched because I needed to know what I was going to talk about, right? But I have actually been doing like the deep work of creating it in a deep outline and then just showing up live with all my students each week. So that's kind of been my focus. And now we're moving into time to launch it again in September, preparing for that launch. Padme says hi. (laughs) And now we're moving back around into launch mode. So I've got to really clean things up, get things all set up. So that's kind of been my focus here lately. Obviously, it's not the only thing I have going on, but that's been where a lot of my mental energy has been going. But I'm going to run through house updates, business updates, personal updates, goals, things like that, and just kind of clue you guys in about what's happening behind the scenes. So house update, honestly, I'm feeling very stalled and frustrated with painting and things like that, mostly because painting is not really something that you can do a little bit at a time. You know, if you're going to sit down and paint, you need to have a chunk of time to do it because there's so much cleanup and prep. And so Russell and I, honestly, it just hasn't been our number one priority. And my little sister, who was doing so much of the painting for us, because she's amazing, she went back to college. And so there hasn't really been much progress. She actually, she came to visit last weekend to pick something up she'd forgotten. And she came over and she was like, I want to see the progress. And we were like, nothing's changed since you left. But yeah, so not much of an update as far as remodeling and things like that. But... I have been slowly getting into a new household management routine finally, which feels so good because I've really not been doing well with that. It was a struggle because for the longest time, my household management routine was really, really simple. I would do laundry on Thursdays, grocery store on Thursdays, and clean the house on Fridays. And our old house in Washington was so small that that was totally possible. But it's not possible here. And honestly... For a long time, we were lazy about cleaning just because everything was so chaotic. And it was honestly, it was enough to just keep things tidy at that point. And we've gone through some things like that where it's just been an up and down battle, basically, with the household management routine. But I finally, for the last few weeks, have been working on creating that new routine. And it feels so good. I'm breaking things up day by day. And it's just nice. I mean, honestly, okay, I'll say this. I prefer the one day method. To me, there was nothing better than, and remember my husband and I are both introverts, but there was nothing better than a Friday night where the carpet was freshly vacuumed and the house was totally clean and we were watching TV or playing video games and we had candles burning and it was just so calm and peaceful. Like that to me is the ideal Friday night. But it's just not possible. Even if I spent all day cleaning the house, I wouldn't have time to do it all. And I would just be really cranky by the end of the day because there's so much of it here. So that doesn't, it doesn't work. But I am getting more used to having a routine where I do just one or two things each day. That's been helping. I've also had to switch up and I don't know how long this will last because now it's getting darker. I mean, it's getting lighter later, but I've started a new morning routine where I get up and I pretty much immediately go out and go for a three-mile walk. Now, this is kind of a mix of household and personal, I guess, updates. But basically, I've been debating for a while if I was going to tell you guys this and share it with you. But I think the fact 
that I share, I think I need the accountability. So the fact that I'm telling you guys this should help me stick to it. But over the last few years, and especially with everything that's been going on with coronavirus, I have gained some weight. And let me preface this, or not preface it, but let me stop and say that I very much want to have a healthy relationship with my body. I have always been a huge proponent of that. If you followed along during my capsule wardrobe stuff, you know that I always really encouraged women to try to have healthier outlooks and healthier body image because I really do believe in that and I don't think that we should all be stick skinny and that we all have different body types. But the fact of the matter is, is that I have gotten to a point where I am feeling the extra weight that I'm carrying and it's not just a vanity thing. It is literally, I am just not as comfortable. I, I'm more winded. I I can just, it, my body feels, he- like I can literally feel the heaviness on my joints. So all that to say, I very much am trying to get back into a healthier movement routine, but I hate working out. Um, (laughs) I posted a story about this last week and I think it's one of the most engaged stories I ever got, which blows my mind, but I have never been the kind of person that gets like a, a high after working out. I don't, I don't get them. I wish I did. It would probably encourage me to work out a lot more, but I don't like working out. I don't get that excitement feeling pretty much the way I start the workout is how I feel at the end of it. If I am very blessed. As I start the workout, I'm going to be cranky by the end of it. And yeah, mindset and all of that. But also there's just some, there's realism and all of that to say, I have tried in the past, my whole life saying, I'm going to do this kind of workout and I'm going to lift weights and I'm going to do cardio and I'm going to run and I'm going to, and it never sticks because I hate it so much. So I decided to start with the only, well, not the only, but The kind of working out that is easiest and most accessible for me, as well as one of the only kinds I I like, and that's walking. So I am trying to every day, or at least six days a week, if it doesn't happen on Sunday, it's not the end of the world, but I'm trying to most every day walk three miles. And we have a loop that just goes right around the neighborhood. That's why I chose three miles because it just happened to be what that loop was. But it was, it's also roughly an hour of walking, which I need to be doing about an hour if I'm not going to be doing extreme cardio. So trying to do that, that is part of my new morning routine that I'm trying to, to set up there. So trying to get that in, trying to, and again, it's not necessarily about losing weight, but it's more so about feeling healthier in my body and just actually moving my body because I haven't been. So all of that to say, I'm trying to create this new morning routine where I get up and I go walking and then I do my household management stuff and then I start work, which in the past I've done the opposite because I want to get my work done when I'm most productive and because I love, I love sitting down and working guys. Like there's nothing better than a new morning. But the problem with that has been that I do my work and then by the end of the day, I don't feel like doing my household stuff. And it's no matter how much time I spend working, whether I spend seven hours in my office or whether I spend four. By the time work's over, I just want to relax. So I've decided to start flipping things around and doing my household management stuff before I work. So I'm starting work later, which honestly, I really liked last week. Things are going to get a little more difficult, like I said, because it's getting, getting lighter later now that we're moving into the fall. 
because of course I decided to start a new routine right at the change of seasons, basically. But so that's kind of something I'm playing around with right now. I don't know fully how that'll work out because I don't love getting up and immediately jumping into housework. It was fine when it was like, I'm going to get up and then I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do some housework because now I'm, you know, I'm more awake and more motivated because of the time of day versus anyways, long story short, trying to figure out that new morning routine. So that's what's going on personally. Um, and that's kind of what's going on with the house too. It's kind of a, a combined there. Uh, not a whole lot of actual household updates. We've got furniture we need to order. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot. Moving on to a business update. So like I said, Content Batching 101 open for founding students, and they are killing it. If you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen them posting. I've been reposting their stuff when they tag me, and maybe even found me from one of them. But it has been so cool to witness other people going through this course and then batching. So, like, as I'm recording this, it's obviously batch week because I'm recording a podcast episode, and my students are doing batch week with me right now, and it's amazing. It is so cool, and I, I'm so happy about all the messages I'm getting about how excited they are, and just, it blows my mind. But it has been the coolest thing in the world to be able to hop onto these live calls and actually teach. I knew I missed teaching, but I I did not realize how much I missed it and how good it feels. That's been really fun for me, though, getting to do that. It's been so cool. If you're curious about that course, the doors will open again on September 22nd. I can say that. We're announcing that today as this goes live. Also being announced today is the fact that Content Batching 101 has gotten a brand makeover, and it's now called Content Batching Bootcamp, which I'm just so excited for. So if you're curious about Content Batching Bootcamp, you're going to want to get on the wait list because the wait list is going to have early access and a special surprise or two. So head to the show notes to get on the wait list. And then business wise, other than that, I've got as of this recording, I've got three client spaces left for all of 2020. So if you're curious about working with me this year, let's definitely chat soon because those are going to fill. Um, but honestly, like I am, <laughs> feel, I'm feeling really good about my business goals for this year. Um, I had four, I've hit two and I've amended them to, you know, extend them because we want to keep making progress. It's only August. And then I'm making really good progress on the other two. Like they're more than 50% complete each. So like feeling really good about my business goals. But as I say that, I want to make it really clear that this is what year three in business. And it's the first year that I feel this good, especially at this point in the year about my business goals and where things are going. So if you're not there, one, you could be like me and you could have had just unrealistic, crazy goals. And that's, there's nothing wrong with having big goals. But I set myself up for a lot of disappointment by trying to have goals that were too big for where I was at. So could be doing that. And you also just might not be doing what you need to do to reach those goals. So all that to say, don't get too frustrated if you're not meeting the goals in your business that you're wanting to meet. I don't want to, I don't want to say that I feel like I'm doing really well and, and, you know, say these things like I'm really proud of where I'm at without you understanding that I was not feeling this good. For a long time, just so we're all on the same page. This has been a good year. I got really 
simple. I simplified my goals so much and I got really specific and really real with what I could actually accomplish this year. So just know that. And then goals for September, honestly, like I said, that daily three mile walk, really trying to get that in and then to get content batching open again, open the doors for y'all so that all the other people, I've gotten so many messages from people who want to buy and it's just not available right now. So I've got to get those doors open so that y'all can get this good information and start simplifying your content because there's just no reason for us to make it so complicated like we do other than not having the tools we need, which content batching will give you. So those are my two big goals for September, but I want to know what your September goals are. So be sure to send me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield and let me know what your goals are for September. Tell me all of them. Tell me a big one, whatever it looks like for you. Saying it to someone else is going to make it so much more likely that you're actually going to do it, which is why I told you guys about the walking and, and the wanting to lose some weight just because I'm much more likely to do it if I know that I've told you guys about it. So hold yourself accountable by letting me know. Okay. Now this week's book recommendation, I literally just finished this last night and it's Everybody Always by Bob Goff. And it is so good. At first it wasn't an easy read because Bob's whole idea is just The whole book is about loving your enemies. Bob very much calls everyone out on the fact that it's real easy for us to love our neighbors, but it's not so easy for us to love our enemies. And Jesus has also called us to love our enemies. And so that was hard at first, but then he goes on to share his stories in the way that he does. If you've read any of Bob Goff's books, he his life is crazy. (laughs) Um, He does really cool things and it's just wild. And he shares a lot of stories about some of the crazy things that he's done. And he's, he's very humble and it's just, it's so easy to relate to him, even though he lives this crazy life where he like asks his daughter what she wants to do. And she says that she wants to have tea in London. And he's like, all right, let's get on a plane. And he does it. And it's wild. I think he's a professor and he has office hours on Tomsor Island in Disneyland. Like this man is crazy. So if you haven't read any of his books, just pick one of them up and here are some of the shenanigans. But despite all of that, he's so humble and so relatable. So I really love his book. Just finished Everybody Always and it's got a great message, a great reminder for me and I feel like you might like it too. Go check that out. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you love most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.